Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. So how did you navigate your teenage years? Dave had a massive struggle since his teens, and eventually he ended up in a hotel room in Asia, contemplating something quite horrific. Dave shares his struggle. Oh, I just think fitting in. I think um, fitting in and, and finding and finding my place in, in this world. Um, in what way? Fitting in where? Every, anywhere. I just, I didn't, I never felt very sure of my place or position um, and and always um, seemed to have to put a, a lot of effort into um, making myself fit my surroundings, I guess. When you came back to Australia, was it probably even more difficult fitting in, wasn't it? Um, it was. I mean, I, I when I was a teenager, I was always in trouble. I mean, I, you know, I, the reason I ended up in America was because I was in trouble over here. So, what were you doing? Um, just, just smaller stuff. Um, yeah, hanging around with the wrong people and um, going to parties and doing drugs and drinking a lot and hanging out on the streets and. That sort of stuff. So when did you go to America? How old were you? I was about, I think, 15 when I went there. Right. And when you came back, how old were you? 16 and a half. Oh, so 17. it was only a year and a half. Yep. And so you found it a bit of a, a bit more of a struggle fitting in? Um, you know, I, I just never really had a huge sense of self. So it was just about... Wherever I'd go, I was looking for this sense of self that I could not find, yeah. and I would try and create it, and I would try and create it wherever I was. And if you, if I, if I landed in an environment, I would look around at the environment and try to emulate the environment and find myself in that. And it was never real because that is not me. Yeah. Where did you find yourself ending up when you came back, and what sort of scenarios? Oh, look, I've had ups and downs, and and you know. I, I had some wins. I, I found myself, you know, working and, and, and at the beginning of what could have been quite a lucrative career in sales. And, um, and But I found that at the end of the day, I, I would always have to drink because it was quite uncomfortable for me to sit with myself. Right. Not, and I guess not knowing myself, that, that's probably why it was so uncomfortable to sit with myself. And so where did that take you? Um, it just took me into a lot of drinking and a lot of drug use, you know, and and and, and having facades uh, that, that that life wasn't that bad and that I wasn't that bad, um, but really, you know, on my own and of myself, I, I was not very happy at all and very, very confused and, and creating that more so and more so in myself as time went on. How long did um, it last for? How many well, years? Well, I'm 38 now, and... And, um, you know, so it's lasted some time, you know, 20, 20 odd years. We're talking with Dave about his journey in and out of drug and alcohol rehab. Um, I found myself in Vietnam in a hotel room um, and and you know, drinking bottles of vodka and, and, and taking very strong Valiums and um, um, sort of contemplating jumping off a balcony. And... Uh, I um, I got on my knees at this point because I just I, I I I'm drinking and usually drinking will take away all these thoughts and what was actually happening for me is I'm stuck in this room 
and I'm drinking and all I'm thinking of is exactly how I was wrong and how 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 it was all it all had to do with me and 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 how, and and it was as it was as though it was as though the truth was just coming through to me quite strongly and um I got on my knees and I prayed and um I I then I knew I prayed to actually get back here to Jurulong, to Australia and to Jurulong. And um, I knew that I had to sort of get in contact with Jurulong. And, and somehow I found an email and I emailed off to the intake manager, Barry, here. And, um, you know, it was quite strange because I put down the phone and I thought, you know, I, I'll be lucky if I hear back anything. And um, t- three, four minutes later, he emailed me back and, and said, if you can get back to Australia, we can get you into Duralong. Um, we just might just have to put you into detox first. Wow. So it was there that I, I had that, that moment of hope where I thought, oh, look, maybe maybe this is happening. And so I, I played, I, 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 I had about three or four days before I was due to fly back and I just had to keep drinking because I would have made myself quite sick if I'd have stopped. And um, the last day I went to the airport and I got on a plane and I, I drank I think I drank just four cans of Jim Beam on the way back to Australia, just enough to keep me from going into the shakes and 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 withdrawals. Um, and when I got to Sydney, I, I got on a train, and um, I was in there. I was in the duty free in Sydney Airport, and I think I had about thirty five bucks left in my name. And I remember looking at um, the bottles in the duty free, and I just I just knew I couldn't. I just knew it was over, and. Um, so I got on the train and, and needless to say, I did start detoxing on the train and shaking quite violently. And um, and I got off the train at Wang and, and waited for a bus to then ask the taxi driver in the end to take me to the hospital. I turned up at the hospital and um, I said my name and told them I'd stop drinking. And um, it's all a bit fuzzy after that. And um, I, I woke up in the detox and then back out here. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and in Jurulong? Yeah, back out to Jurulong. Wow. Do you know what's so exciting for me is that to read how you're you've come so far now that you're actually mentoring others. Yeah, well, I mean, I've you know I've had a few cracks at this, so I guess if you want to talk about life experience and then experience in recovery and experience with the Bridge Program, I've got a bit under my belt. Yeah. Um, but I I guess the real the real thing that is um, driving all of this is my faith yeah. and. Uh, without Christ, I, I'm not that guy, and I, I can't do that guy. But he was actually the piece of the puzzle that was always missing for me. Um, he was actually, um, you know, he put the D into David, if you know what I mean. And, yeah. Um, the D into detox. Yeah, and and and, and now, you know, I, I, my life makes sense, and my life makes has purpose, and and I can see how the negative past actually has purpose in God's future for me. That the, the negative of my past is actually a tool now for me to help other people. Wow. Um, you know, so it's a real it's a really quite an amazing thing and and um, you know, these days I try and share it with people and I don't know if everyone quite gets what I'm going on about. Sometimes they might think I'm a bit mad, but um I you know, I truly believe that um, the journey that I've been on it has a purpose now for my future. I'm excited for your future, man. And you know what? There's Same. a really, there's a really big song, big hit song by Rascal Flatts called "God Bless the Broken Road." Oh wow! And man, yeah. that uh, that reminds me, that makes me think of your story. Yeah, amen to that. 
That's Dave and his story, finally free of the grip of alcohol and drugs, and now at the Salvos Duralong, mentoring those who are going through the same thing that he went through. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.